Welcome to the partners uh, with face, hat, and tits. What's up, guys? Welcome to the partners. A show with three friends separated by distance, connected by brotherhood, having weekly conversations that you can join in on. As always, I'm your boy Tiz, one third of the partners. And as always, I am the other third of the partners, the friendly neighborhood Padawan here, along with dramatic pause. You know, it's facing the place, man. Robble, robble. I don't know what the hell that was. Robble, robble. What the fuck is Ricky Morty? Rattle, robble. He said that yeah, shit like that shit was like a, a everyday catchphrase. Rattle, robble. Yo, that, that, that's the that's a like cartoon a character. That's a that's a cartoon character from um from Cartoon Network named what is it? It's called Chowder. But I don't know. I seen a, a cartoon character say that same <laughs> rattle rattle. That's all he was speaking to. Rattle rattle. <laughs> <laughs> what in the hell? Um, well, that happened. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so we back. We finally back. Um, thank y'all for bearing with us last week. Um, thank y'all for accepting our live streams and stuff as a, a an exception. Um but this is the real episode 37. It's the real deal, holy feel. Ain't no other keeping the trail. All upside your head, like Silent Hill. Oh yeah, we ill. I'ma cut that. That was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but um wiggity, yeah, wiggity. it was really wiggity whack. Yes, it was. Um, <laughs> um but yeah, man, how y'all doing? That's how face is doing. And um, I'm I'm right. cool. <laughs> I'm cool. <laughs> um well yeah, like I said, this is episode 37. So we here, we chilling. And um, let's get right off into the crazy shit. Uh I think it's time since it's been a week. Um, a lot's been going on in the world. Yeah. So Pat, I think it's time. It is time. It is time for. Because I feel good. Everybody else feel good. You know what I'm saying? You know what I like? Fuckery. So it's time for the good and fuckery, y'all. Good and fuckery. Every time I say good and fuckery, my arms go up like this. Y'all can't see it. Because I'll be like, in this. Yeah, so. Yeah. All right. Good and fuckery. So yeah, I have accumulated a lot on the good and fuckery list this week, but so we we we're gonna get right into it. Um, first off, if, by the time y'all hear this, as we are recording, this is now the locks versus the dipset versus. I said that all wrong, but the locks versus dipset versus pretty much. Because I said the dipset, but either way, either way, either way. It's going on right now. Whatever. I'm kindly uh, monitoring it, it and whatnot. Ah, can't talk right now. Can't talk at all. Where's my coat? Not the soda. The soda. What you say? The soda. I needed to drink because I couldn't soda. really talk right now. <laughs> but anyway, um, right into the list. So um, there's a Malcolm X series that's about to be coming out and it's produced Yo, by Yasa. yeah 
I'm glad he said it because I probably would have butchered her name. But I Eliasa thought about it on the positive Sabat. black news uh, on the fake episode 37. On the fake one? Oh, well, we're bringing it back up. I just wanted to inform people it's happening. It's a real thing, y'all. It's going I on. Told y'all. By any chance, you got the channel. That was what I didn't have. Mm-hmm. You said, How you gonna <laughs> say, Oh, uh, Humber J. Hibbit? See, that's some nigga shit there. It is. Nigga just say it, just say, yeah. Don't be treating me like I'm a wife, nigga. What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, I would never disrespect you like that, man. No. <laughs> no. And you know, that was just, the, that, mm-hmm. that was the husband. Uh-huh. I, I would never disrespect you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My bad. This is so much was, stuff. Do you have the channel? Did you were you able to find the channel that is coming out on? No, I wasn't. I ain't I see it see, so far. Because they're just saying that it's um it comes from what Sony Pictures Television TriStar Division or whatever, but I don't think they actually figured out where they're gonna actually put it on yet, from what I've seen so far. But Ooh. yeah, once once we find out, you know, but we're gonna let y'all know. Mm-hmm. I'm right. supposed to focus on his young life, so that should be dope. Oh yeah, oh yeah, mm-hmm. Michael Little, um, Malcolm Littles, Littles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's his name. You, you feeling okay like that? Mm, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to think face, about it. Was face, you not hearing this shit? Yeah, it's I'm just, just, it's just nigga, you I'm, here? I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> It's gonna be funny later on, anyway. All right, next fucker. <laughs> well, next good, I should say. Yo, is this movie that's out? Um, it's called Crazy Samurai, and it has like the longest fight sequence. It's like uh seventy-seven minutes and a one-take action film sequence or whatever. I am gonna find it, but it's like called Crazy Samurai Four Hundred Versus One. Seven minutes. Mm. And there's a fight scene. So the movie is one, the whole movie is one take. Like it's mm. a one shot movie. Mm-mm. Yeah, they say the um one take action film sequence. That's how they said it, pretty much. And it was like the whole thing is 77 minutes, or you mean like during the, whole, the movie? The during whole the movie, fight, there's an action sequence. During the movie, there's a 77 minute long action sequence. So how long fight. is the movie? That's why I need to find out. But <laughs> it's in the process. Um, the uh, what is it? Art streamer? Huh? Blah, blah 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 blah. Skip all that. Skip all that. Um, the highlight. Yeah, it just says the highlight of the film is seven minute. Is a seven minute action long sequence. So it didn't really tell me exactly how long the movie is. Pretty much. Um, director Yuji Shimomura. Yeah, this is going to be fun trying to say these names, man. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> said uh, he's crafted an ep- uh, epic achievement in action choreography. Um, and uh, it says Sakaguchi is the guy who plays Maya Moto. Sakaguchi? Yeah, that's the name of the guy. He plays the legendary swordsman named Maya Moto Musashi. In 1584 to 1645, whatever. A warrior undefeated in at least 60 documented duels. 
pretty much. So that's the whole gist of the movie. Pretty much, if y'all find out about it, um, go ahead and tag the link and put it in the comments so I can find out where it is. But it is a 77 minute uh, sword fight scene. And I want to see it. <laughs> I, I want to see it. I've seen the trailers and I've seen like some of the back behind the scenes of how, how they're going to do it or whatever. But yeah, I want to see how they pull it off. I want to see all of the fuck-ups in that scene because there's got to be some some bloopers that just had to make it in just because they was like, well, we can't cut. They're going to be in the behind the scenes and there's going to be two guys and one with his arm cut off laughing in the background. <laughs> yeah, this would happen like uh, earlier. <laughs> Good take, Earl. <laughs> you go back. <laughs> Good take, Earl. That make me laugh. Mm-mm. I don't know who Earl is. <laughs> <laughs> so Earl everywhere, man. It is. Yeah. You know, even in the midst of world Earl. of the Miyamoto's. There's Miyamoto, there's Sagaguchi. And you there's know, Earl. There's <laughs> He hang right with them. That's, that's right cool. there. Shabamoto <laughs> and Earl. He don't got no last name. Nope, just Earl. He got a name tag on some overalls, but nobody knows where he worked. You don't know if he's an electrician, a mechanic, or what. He's just Earl. You call him. I don't outside. know what face over there whispering. He over there. I got my deeply deeper. No, I said they call that nigga E-Boogie. Yeah, you got to put your mouth near the mic like that. Whatever you doing right there, just keep doing that. I don't know what you were saying. I thought you was over there making a beat. I was about to start jamming. Hey. Yeah, got me ready to throw a fucking. Let me shut up. That's going to come off real crazy, even though I don't mean it that way. It's going to be quiet. Oh, this is going to be a goofy night. Oh, man. I'm telling you, man. I'm okay. Let me just come clean with y'all out there, Pod Squad. I am exhausted. I am burnt out. I woke up right before this show. I went to sleep for an hour and then woke up right again. And then I'm still here. And I'm about to fall asleep again. But I'm making it. I just want y'all to know that, though. So when I seem a little goofy, a little loopy, a little off, it's because I am. I'm crazy as hell right now. Yes, they deserve to die. And I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. As soon as you cock your head up to the side and made that face, like, it just man. popped in my head, man. I, I think you were telepath. Bruh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of them, bro. It's one of them, bro. Mm-hmm. We make it by God, by the grace of God. Yeah. You seen them? You seen them, uh, Andrew? <laughs> Isn't Joe Scott those infomercials? It's like, uh, Fast 38, and they got the black dude screaming, selling like um blessed like handkerchiefs or something. And by the grace of God, come on, get your personal prayer package and your prayer cloth, the blood of Jesus prayer cloth. You can put it in your Bible, you can put it in your mantle, you can put it wherever. That's the Curtis Thomas. That's the dude we used to watch at uh at uh Juju Crib. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the end of the day. Nigga come back home from the night, club. Nigga be watching fucking Curtis <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> Cause God, y'all look up Curtis Thomas. He was one of the. I don't know if he still come on, 
But that was one of the funniest shows on TV, boy. That that man be yelling for no reason with him big suits. Oh, yo. No TV yeah. pastors be acting up, man. Yeah, he had that big OJ Simpson head. He was old as fuck. My my parents, they watch. Um, there's this one pastor they watch, right? And they in the watch, morning. They be watching Kearney. And his voice is it is is he the dude that be sounding like a robot with his voice? And them guys be out there exposed and stuff. <laughs> Nigga, like, like hoochies and hoes. No, that sounds like Mister from Color Purple, Daddy. <laughs> no <laughs> man, it's, oh, wow. I don't know. Man, my brother, and my sister would tell me though, but this is past they would listen to. And I swear to God, I swear. I thought he'd be cussing or something because he's like, these girls out there, they out there. <laughs> it sounded like he, he got one of those things, like he got a hole in the neck. Like he got one of those things he put up to his neck. <laughs> he, That's got a, he got a, uh, sound a like, voice, like a voice box for like when yeah. you got a, a stoma or something. Yeah. He sound like oh, he, got sure. the, he got the synthesizer thing on his mouth. Whatever <laughs> synthesizer. <laughs> If you take your love away from me, <laughs> hell no, nigga. Girls out there Jezebel's in the street. <laughs> I don't know what dude you talk about, but that pastor sounds hilarious. That sounds like yeah, a, a great sermon to just listen to and laugh at. Yeah, let's go knees. She is for the streets. <laughs> 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 you stupid as hell, bro. That's Yeah. Oh man, my brother, my brother gonna tell me who that is. My brother and my sister, I'll, I'll be back with y'all with Pot Squad, but some of y'all probably already know. But let me get back to the good. <laughs> I forgot all about we was in the middle of a segment, dude. I, I, I forgot we was talking. Just roll with it. I was over here just talking. Just roll right. with it. Roll with it. Roll with it. <laughs> Um, yeah, what was it? Uh, if y'all remember from the last good and fuckery, I, I told y'all to stop eating, you know, Doritos and stuff for the Frito Lay workers that's striking. So that, uh, as my son yeah. got a care package in the mail from his grandmother <laughs> with goddamn Doritos and Funyuns <laughs> and like everything Frito Lay make, spicy Cheetos, <laughs> just all kinds of shit. Well, um, it's cool to do it now because they come to agreement. They're going to have higher wages, pretty much. And um, Good, son. You eat in solidarity with the workers. Yeah, yeah. They say uh, <laughs> it gives all union members a 4% pay raise over two years and guarantees workers at least one day off each week. Um, I, I still think that's kind of eh, on the deal, but yeah, <clears throat> more than 500 of the 850 employees represented by the union went on strike July 5th, you know, saying it was a toxic environment. And, uh, and you know, they gave the, the normal corporate PR explanation. You know, we feel very strongly that if we can reset the facility, we will address a lot of the staffing and overtime issues. Um, the uh, what is his name Fisher said I don't it they did it but it yeah they they're back in there um <clears throat> your face is throwing me off 
<laughs> they're back in there. Because I don't know what the hell you trying to say. You just like, uh, 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 uh. yeah, because I was about to finish the rest of his statement, but it just sounds like a regular <laughs> corporate PR statement. And I mean, it's the more I read it, you know, I don't even care about the statement. <laughs> I don't, I don't oh, knock the microphone the down. I'm just happy they got something. Oh, my God. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah, each Frito-Lay now, they, they got a pay raise, pretty much. Next up, um, Michael B. Jordan is Superman still. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was he Superman in the first place? So it's been this, um, like, in the comic book, social media world or whatever, they try to promote stuff. You know, you have celebrities time and time post something up, and then they'll have a big spectacle about it within the comic book media outlets or whatever. So um, the, the idea was rejected a couple of times or whatever, but there's this version of Superman where in this universe, he's black and he becomes president and his name is like Val Zod or whatever. So he's like, I think the son of General Zod in that universe or whatever. And Michael B. Jordan wants to play him. So He's actually producing it himself. He probably got some people backing him up, but it's supposed to go for um, be on HBO Max. Oh, what'd you say, Face? Could be Tyler Perry. You said what? Who's backing? Could be Tyler Perry. Well, that could be. Hey, you got the big, big studio for it or whatever. Yeah, but the, the resources. My, I'm. I'll say. I'm kind of conflicted because I'm not really for the, all right, let's have a black version of every white superhero, whatever. I'm really for the, hey, let's just make new superheroes that just happen to be black. You know, instead of like, you know, it's, I think since, um, since since the Miles Morales or whatever, I've been seeing an uprise of like, all right, this is the black version of Iron Man. This is the black version of Batman. This is a black version of Superman. They've been having a bunch of black versions of Superman pretty much. But um, and I'm like, hey, why don't we just make new black characters? Pretty much. But I am for black people producing their own stuff. So if he wants to be Superman, and I, I am for like, hey, not waiting for Hollywood to do stuff for you or whatever. Go ahead and do it. You want to be Superman? Because if I wanted to be Superman and I had the, the 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 protection team to do it, guess what I'm doing? So I'm all for it. So he um, so they redoing the whole story of Superman. No, it's um, in comic books from time to time or whatever. They they just have writers. They'll just write their own flip on a on a character. So that's what this that's is. It's the, like the Joker movie. It's like it ain't necessarily part of no universe or nothing. It's just yeah. This person yeah. wanted to do a movie with Superman. And he wants to put Michael B. Jordan as a Superman. Yeah, it's it's really is it's really was a comic book series. I believe it was called Earth Two. Um, I have to go back to it where Val's side because I'm not really a DC head, mm-hmm. but DC has a whole bunch of different universes and each universe is a flip of the same thing pretty much in one universe instead of batman um bruce wayne being batman his father ends up being batman 
or whatever. Um, and and instead of uh, Kal-El, Clark Kent comes to Earth, this dude Val Zai comes to Earth and he's actually black and he's actually ends up being powerful. And, you know, black absorbs sun anyway. And that's the basis of Superman's powers and all that stuff. So that um, Val Zod has always been a character. Um, like in, I would say probably in the past, maybe 10, 15 years or whatever. Um, but Michael B. Jordan, he found out about the character. He wanted to do a movie about it and he picked it up pretty much. So pretty dope. Yeah. All right. I'll give it a shot. Man, I mean, hey, it's like I'll say, I feel like Michael B. Jordan isn't a bad actor. I think he just sometimes be taking any damn role. Sometimes he's and also I, he's also very much the same person in every role. Like he's not very good yeah. at switching up because like he's just him in every role. So that is true. Man. You can kind of start like his character start to bleed <clears throat> into each other, like. Nigga, are you Killmonger right now? Are you Superman? Are you, who are you? <laughs> you, 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 Johnny Storm? Who are you? He gotta be. Well, I, I think if he's gonna be this Superman, because this Superman is the president, so he gotta have some type of change. He can't be Killmonger, you know what I'm saying, and be Obama. <laughs> Obama man. That's basically it. You know Obama what I'm saying? Obama man. <laughs> That's pretty much Say it. Say more. What you mean? He can't be Killmonger and Obama. You mean like. Because he can't be black, evil and doing good. Black president Superman is basically Obama. That's pretty much it. That's 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 what I see when I uh, like read like. This part. You said what now, face? That nigga Obama got special power. No, no. <laughs> I just feel like they they use the visage of Obama to like write parts of Balzad's character, pretty much since he becomes oh. a black super black president pretty much or whatever so that's that's all i feel i don't feel like it's that it, um anything more than that pretty much but yeah uh i'm i'm curious so i want to see how this turns out much. i'll give it a shot yeah that's it so uh next you said what now i take it out when it come on the tv yeah it's supposed to be on hbo max that's what it's supposed to be. We'll see when it comes out, though, because they just in talks about it right now. So, so next on the list, I don't know if anybody, I, I, it's been going around, but uh, the TikTok Black Dancer strike is still going on, and it oh, has come. Thing. Yes, it is a thing, and it is coming out with some hilarious outcomes because the white <laughs> dancers don't know what to do. <laughs> So yeah, whenever you have time, if you're bored, check it out. You know, just YouTube it. Hey, black black uh dancer TikTok strike or whatever, and you're gonna find some hilarious outcomes out there. Like they got <laughs> I seen this video of some white dancers. They trying to do a dance for um Meg the Stallion's thought um shit song, right? And that's pretty much it. Like every time like Meg the Stallion come out with a song the black TikTokers make a dance, then somebody white cops it, then it becomes big all over media, pretty much. All right, so <laughs> I've seen one, and literally when, when Meg says, hands on my knees, 
the girl, the white girls throw their hands up and go like this. And I'm like, that's, that doesn't go with it at all. Like each time, like as soon as she says hands on my, like the dance does not go <clears throat> with it. <laughs> and every time that I seen like. What you want like them to a, do when they, when she said hands on the knees? I know you. I want them knees. to follow the direction. Like if you're going to make right. a dance for a song. Had insensitive they, about them knees, guys. You better put them hands on them knees, damn it. You know he wants. Yeah, that's disrespectful to Megan's knees. Shouts out to Megan's knees. I say this on every episode. I don't understand, but I mean that. Come on, it's man. Coming a weird thing. It is. Not really, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> knees does a lot of work, man. You don't disrespect somebody needs to do that much work, or maybe you do in certain circumstances. I can't talk tonight for nothing. Anyway, next on the good <laughs> it's been a struggle. It's been a little bit of a struggle. <laughs> yes. Long week. Uh, next on list, Lizzo is tired of all of y'all saying that she killed someone while crowd surfing. Who said yeah. that? Uh, I don't know, man, but evidently they've been hitting her up on her own Twitter and everything, say <laughs> this rumor. I never heard. I never heard of that. So that, yeah. rumor, that rumor must have been local to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It must have been just her but, people talking about it. I ain't know about that one. Well, you know, when you were a celebrity and you got social media, it's a cloud community around your social media or whatever of trolls and stuff just trying to figure out a way to get the time in the in the light or whatever. So a lot of times if you was I'm what I'm thinking, if you're a celebrity and you're really into social media, you're not seeing the world outside of what your social media is saying pretty much, especially if you're a big celebrity. A lot of times they're like isolated from the world just because maybe, you know, bad PR at the time or just paparazzi in general or whatever. So, but I thought it was hilarious. So I brought it up on the good and fuckery. <laughs> That's real. Well, but, uh, Lizzo. I would hope not. That, that's very disturbing. Um, I would think you would have heard about it if that was something real, though, that she really killed somebody by jumping on them. <laughs> I thought I was seeing that's it on a, okay. multiple media or TMZ at least, but yeah, settlement. The visual, the like the mental picture of that is uh pretty fucking wild, yo. <laughs> like yeah! a WWE fight, like uh, <laughs> like a cartoon where you like Jimmy Snuffer fly bust through the floor like Kool-Aid. Oh yeah, bodyguards gotta you know they gotta take the back right. That's what they need to do. The bodyguard need a bodyguard. <clears throat> In that situation, probably. And if she throw her big body, God. Hope the bodyguard got his body. <laughs> and after she hits you with that body, God. Body, 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 body. Gonna be some body bags. <laughs> <laughs> Zip them up, as Keisha would say. Too much, too much. All right. Um, good. Some good. Um, Obama is now a minority owner of NBA's Africa business. 
Uh, the NBA launched its Africa entity in May and it values the business as a nearly $1 billion venture. Um, NBA Africa oversees the BAL, which is held in its inaugural season last May. And the investors include, oh, I'm going to butcher this name, Dakimbe Butumbo. Okay, I might have uh, Grant Hill and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Junior Bridgman. Okay, I, I, ain't, I ain't noticed it was Mutombo until I saw Mutombo at the end. I was like, oh, no, no, no. <clears throat> no, no, no. No, no, no. The league said Obama would use his stake in the NBA <laughs> Africa to fund the Obama Foundation youth and leadership programs across Africa. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> This nigga is weak in the background. <laughs> like, what the hell is that sound? No, no, no. No, no, no. no. I'm saying that guy go commercial, that nigga be smacking the letter down. Like, yeah. Oh, shit. No, no, no. They gonna just take off running oh, that Bigfoot. God. Yo, Bigfooted no, people no, are hilarious. No. A nigga got like a size 20 foot. That should be hilarious, yo. Because it just look like they running with olive oil feet. And they got and running with Ronald McDonald feet. Feet look like French baguettes. <laughs> oh shit! Mm-mm. Walking with skis all the time. Ski, <laughs> ski, ski. I wonder what the hell Manute Bow doing. Uh, somewhere doing some type of philanthropy work, and his son plays in the NBA now. Yeah, hey, Manu, do you think? Yeah, yeah. His son, his son name is Bobo. <laughs> oh yeah, Bobo. Come here, Bobo. Bobo. That makes sense. Bobo, you know? make your feet feel fine. Bobo, because a dollar that and that. You know, I'm. I don't know what's more impressive that the sons in the NBA, or you just that you already knew what was Manute Bowl doing at this time. So <laughs> I would have never really. I would know. I would have to Google. <laughs> Man, I, you know, I'm in the sports, bro. That's my shit. So sports, uh, I'm. I be. I be trying to stay up on it, even if I don't catch the games. I try to stay at least. In the general, know what's going on in most sports because I, I don't know, I'm just addicted. It's like, yeah, what's going on in the world of cricket right now? That, that I don't know. Yeah, you got me there. <laughs> <laughs> we talking American Not- sports, I got somewhat of a general idea, but uh, you start getting into cricket, uh, you lost me. I know, I, I know what's going on in the Olympics right now, but I do want to watch some of them cricket games. They um, said, I thought I would try. Because I will say cricket is fun as hell to watch. Like I like it. I, I prefer to watch cricket than uh baseball if I got a pick. Actually. I wouldn't want to watch nail one of the mother. I can respect it. Yeah. Let me watch track and field or boxing in the Olympics. I guess. But you know what I really like in the I Olympics? I like that. I, I like synchronized swimming in the Olympics as well. I did not see that. Because you got to be, because you got to be on point, man. You got to be on point with each other because you can't see each other. You're in the water. You feel like the water, the waves of the water may make the other person do something different at a different time. So you got to be that much, that on point. You feel me? Y'all got to be that in sync. Y'all chemistry got to be there for us. Even that's true teamwork, yo. That's real. 
True. Basketball, and, the other um, team sports, you feel me? Like, them, them, that's one thing. You got another person working against you, but you got a natural element working against you. Water, <laughs> nigga. You can't beat water. <laughs> you can't beat water. <laughs> <laughs> you can't beat water. It's water. That's nigga, what um, that shit Bruce Lee when you said. Touch it. Bruce Lee said you got to be like water. Bruce Lee also told you brick don't hit back. Bruce Lee was real. Bruce Lee was real good at pointing out the obvious shit. Yeah. Yeah, of course, brick don't hit back, Bruce. We know Bruce. Of course not. It will hurt him. No, 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 duh, Bruce. How dumb were the people you teaching, Bruce, that you felt that you had to tell them brick don't hit back? You thought they were sitting around waiting on the brick to respond with a jab or two? We all met people that dumb. Like, we think about these people. statements. Like, how dumb were the people that you were teaching, Bruce? You, you, so they that dumb that you got to tell them that the brick don't hit back, but you teaching them a deadly oh. form of martial arts, nigga. Are you sure you want these dumb people walking around knowing how to kill people with a two inch punch? Maybe they know if they're safe. Maybe, maybe, maybe they're one of those people that life skills. they only good at one thing. Oh. Very good, but brick no hit back. No shit. I was hitting the brick to show my strength. I thought I, I, I didn't think that I was supposed to be thinking that it was gonna be a sparring match real quick. The fuck? Oh that is oh, be some dumb shit that people be telling, be saying back in the day, yo. I oh, be thinking they drop a wizard, but they really just said some shit that's like dead ass obvious. Like, yes, nigga, we know if the brick do hit back, we all need to carry our ass home and go to sleep because go lay down because something well, wrong. This is the trip shit, though. Well, if somebody told him that first, like, oh, Boos, brick don't hit back. And then he threw a brick and be like, yeah, well, brick do hit back, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know what happened with Burger. Because <laughs> <laughs> Craig from Friday said uh brick hit back. <laughs> oh, my face is so goofy when I laugh. I know what happened to Burger. The come to a digging burger. <laughs> oh man. Did we ever tell oh, that man. story on here? But the Tecumseh story. Oh. I don't think we ever I think y'all oh, me, but I don't think y'all ain't never said it up here. <laughs> so if we have never told y'all pod squad. There's a lot of inside jokes that we have from just throughout the years. Uh, some between Face and Pat, some between me and Pat, some between uh, me and Face, some between, like, it's just, you know, we all got our own little, like, weird, little quirky little inside jokes that have happened because we have just been on so many damn adventures. So, oh, man, back, you'll hear sometime we'll be in talking about something. <laughs> One of us will just be like, I know what happened to Burger. <laughs> To come see <laughs> So the story behind that, man, um, goes back to high school, man. Uh, 
we maybe 15, 16, and we used to go on these church trips called conventions or whatever. And it basically be like all of the churches uh, from the nation meet up in a city somewhere. And you know what I mean? They have like fellowships and meetings and stuff. And they have like little, uh, like uh, basically like Bible school sessions and stuff for the teenagers and kids and all that shit. So, but basically what basically turning into is a bunch of, a bunch of people getting into debauchery for a week is basically turned into like a religious freaknik. Um, so back in high school, you know, we used to be basically just wilding. So one year we had the convention and it was in uh, Santa Clara, <laughs> California. And the, se- the, the section of Santa Clara we were in is not very popping. It was very dry. It, it was like a business section. So it was really only two things to do every day. Um, it was either uh, basically like order pizza and walk around the hotels and holler at girls or go up the street to the girls' uh, hotel and hang with them. Or like go up and down and walk the strip and go to these different little food places. It was like little restaurants and stuff up and down this little street. So every day we was basically going to, what was it? Was it Denny's face? Was it Denny's or IHOP or? It was one. Yeah, okay, it was Denny's. So uh, it was like the only place that had like decent food on a day-to-day day so that we knew like was going to be pretty consistent. So we would go there every day. And one day we went, man, and it was this, uh, now mind you, we're 15 and 16. We wouldn't have, none of this would have happened had we been the age we are now and been understanding of stuff. But this is way back in like 90-something. So like, Understand this context, people, before I get into the rest of this. Please don't cancel us, okay? Just understand that this is the, the pre-woke face and tears. So it was me facing our homeboy, Chris, man. And we go to this place every day. So we one day, we up there at Dennis. We done order some burgers, burgers and fries or whatever. You know, at that age, I don't care where you go. Burgers and fries or ticket tenders and fries is pretty much the standard order. Like, that's just what you're going to get. So um, we sitting there, we waiting on the food or whatever. We sitting there geeking, like we loud as hell. We, you know what I mean? We laughing and joking and shit. Um, and it's this uh, indigenous brother that's over there. And he, <laughs> and he wiping the tables off. He like a, a bus boy, I guess you would call it. Whatever. Like he busting the table <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> yeah, so this indigenous brother was wiping the table down. He was busting the table. And um, so me and Chris sitting there, we looked at the other way. And at this point, like, you know, we had, we we done learned the white man's uh history. So you know that the only few, it was only a few indigenous names that I at all of stature that they teach you about. They teach you about like Cochise, Tecumseh, uh, and like, what is it, Sitting Bull, Sitting Bull or something like that. Mm-hmm. But there's only like three or four people that they actually teach you about, you know, uh, Pocahontas and, and Squanto, you know what oh, I mean? Man. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? They'll teach you about everybody. So anyway, the dude wiping the tables down, he keep gritting on us, looking <laughs> at us bad as hell, right? <laughs> and he's just like you can tell he annoyed like 
you damn kids over there. So we make up this whole story about this dude in our head, right? And his name is Tecumseh. And he over there talking shit about us, looking at us all bad, right? So we loud now, mind you, like we 15, 16. So we're much, to us, it's a private conversation. But to Dennis, it probably sounds like we are literally telling this joke to everybody. But we over there weak. Oh, Tecumseh. We done made up a voice for him and everything. Oh, those damn kids. All right, so we over here geeking, right? So anyway, food comes, burgers and fries come, right? So we, uh, you know how you prepare your food, you get your ketchup and stuff on there, your salt and your pepper, you know what I mean? You seasoning the food up the way you like it or whatever, whatever, whatever. So we doing that. And I can't remember whose burger it was, but somebody had something wrong with their burger. It was like something weird with the burger or something. And it just didn't look right to them. <laughs> so I look over and I'm just like, I know what happened to burger. Tecumseh put dick in burger. <laughs> And we were like crying, <laughs> laughing, bro. And for some reason, to this day, like that shit would come out of nowhere. Like to this day, if we were to see our old boy Chris, like if we were to say that, he would probably like break down. Like it's just one of them things that, like, no matter how old it get, it's, it's it shouldn't be this funny still to this day. But God damn, Tecumseh. I tell you, boy, some shit just lasts. Stand the test of time. <laughs> I don't even know why that was. I don't, I, to this day, I don't know why that's funny. There's nothing about that that should be funny. Like, there's no punchline, there's no moment. It's just, it's just literally you asking me, Do I want some bread as you hold a, a basket of bread? But why is that funny? And I sit there and spit Kool Aid out of my nose, mouth, and every other facial orifice at once. It just all sprayed down the table in the middle of like uh, somebody anniversary banquet or something at church. It was some special moment for somebody. And I'm sitting there at the, <laughs> at the head table <laughs> sneezing Kool-Aid. Because <laughs> this nigga Chris just kept saying, you want some bread. Hey, you want, hey, you want some bread. You want some bread. You want some bread. I don't know why that was so funny to me. The, the dumb shit see. you laugh at, man, the dumb shit you laugh at, period, in life. Because I was about to say when you when you're 15, but then I thought about it, man, that shit funny to me now, and I don't know why. <coughs> oh, man, funny to me. Funny to Boy, me. this bitch crying, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, uh, Pod Squad, now, if you ever out of the restaurant and, some, and somebody's looking at you like they about to fuck your order up, if you get that said order and it don't look right, you know what happened. To come say, to come say, but dick it. <laughs> well, back to the good and fuckery. <laughs> yes, back to the good and fuckery. And <laughs> we had a forgot we were in the. <laughs> yes, we're still in the middle of a segment. That still happened, oh, folks. Man. That that actually oh, happened, folks. Man. <laughs> See, sometimes you just gotta let stuff breathe, man. You just gotta go with it, man. Wherever it takes, man. Now y'all know something new about us that you didn't know before. And you know, you're gonna get these little nuggets oh, yeah. from time to time because we've known each other that damn long. That's the funny part. You never know what happens on the good and fuckery. Oh, Could be just listening in on the entertainment news, and next thing you know, some indigenous man just put your dick put put his dick in your burger. I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I <personally laughs> just respect it. Some indigenous man put his dick in your burger. <laughs> 
That's some fuckery to me, literally. Literally, yeah. that's fuckery. That ain't no nobody. mayonnaise. Don't you eat that? <laughs> that is not no miracle whip. It ain't no damn mouth. <laughs> that ain't Martin no sick. damn puppy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Gina talking about something. Oh, that's a cute puppy. <laughs> I like your puppy. <laughs> That ain't no damn puppy. God dang. That nigga was hitting with punches like that. <laughs> Why was his wrist doing that? <laughs> How did you go hurt like that? <laughs> he just massaged that wear rat. That Caribbean wear rat. <clears throat> Oh man! Oh, oh man! Oh, what, yeah. was the, what was the dude name that came on the live, yo? That was talking about uh, Martin, yo. That was a good time. Oh, um, I mean, uh, yes, I mean, yeah. yeah, that was funny. It was good times. Oh All right. man, my bad. Fuck Go me. ahead with the good and fuck with man. Oh, okay, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh yeah. Good. Will Smith is playing Venus and Serena's with um, Serena Williams' father, and um, what's the movie name? King Richard. I'm trying to remember what Venus. Let me see what Venus and Serena's father look like. Okay, <coughs> go, go ahead, though. King Richard. Oh, that's pretty much you it. Said King Richard. The yeah, the name is King Richard. Oh, their their father's name was uh, Richard. Oh yeah, it was Richard Williams. I get it now. Let me see what this nigga looks like. Yeah, I was just scrolling Instagram and then I can see that. Up. I can see that he's not as dark as that man, but like <clears throat> there are some features. That I, I can see him pulling that off. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then, you know, Will Smith is good at, you know, like he played Muhammad Ali. He played, uh, so I know he played somebody. Played Muhammad Ali. I'll think of it later, but shoot. I was scrolling on Instagram, and next thing you know, Will Smith Instagram popped up, and he said some big speech about, you know, the the honor of acting is 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 playing something that's meaningful, something like that, whatever. And I was like, who are you playing now? Man, first I thought he was what is it, Arthur Ashe? No, he ain't actually playing <laughs> Arthur Ashe. <laughs> <laughs> that would, yo, that would, no, nah, he shouldn't play Arthur Ash. Trying to think, yeah. Uh, Damn, who could play off the ass? Maybe Charles Gambino should be off the ass. Yeah. Oh, that would be yeah. yeah, that would be dope. Yeah. Like off the was like uh was like the Tiger Woods of the 80s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the tennis, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out to Virginia. We breed nothing but greatness. Greatness. Just what Bask we in it. Bask in the Virginia. Nigga, did you just rub your nipples? No, I went like this. I don't know what to do with my hands. Oh, all right. It looked like you was like... It's far away, man. Shirt's here, hands up here. Stop it. Okay? Tell a friend. You're rubbing the imaginary titties. (laughs) Got dang tears talk about man cleavage the other day. Another episode. Hey man, I'm telling you, show your man cleavage to your woman. Watch what happens. <laughs> More relationship tips. 
from Tess. Yeah. <laughs> but the other thing I was going to say. Yes. Um, back to the good and fuckery again. Richard Williams. That's like two first names put together. Like Never trust a matter <laughs> with two first names. Richard Williams. Two Richard first Williams. name is Williams. Huh? V- Venus and Serena <laughs> Williams. Names. Yeah, there's like two first names. What William, you know, William could be uh like the first Master, name if, Master William. Yeah, like if somebody's short for Will, Willie, uh Bill. I don't know how William turns into Bill, but Willie Walker. Some- I ain't never figured that shit out. It's like I didn't figure out how Richard turns into Dick. <laughs> oh, you know what? I saw uh, it still didn't make no sense, but it was an actual history behind it. I know I know how it happens to constantly (laughs) put dick in Richard. (laughs) All throughout history. It's a long line to come say. Yeah, damn Tecumseh. I'm Tecumseh. And my ah! and my daddy before me was Tecumseh. No, no. <laughs> and my grandfather no. before him no, was Tecumseh. Shut up. Shut up. I come from a long side no. line of Tecumsehs. <laughs> I have Tecumseh the, the 22nd. It's like it's like the Phantom. No. The, <laughs> Oh, like Black Panther. To come to Black Panther of his tribe. <laughs> and when he when he goes seek justice, he puts dick in <laughs> In order for you to get the name to come say there's a fight that you have to go against all the cousins in your family. And whoever hey, wins comes today. Hey, look. <laughs> you said all throughout history. Uh, this time on the good and fuckery episode 37 uh, oh i don't want to cry until the cries oh my god oh Oh, god bro yo (laughs) yo Yo, I just realized this, yo, what has to be a good 22 years later, man. That nigga name was Tecumseh. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, uh, God, the revelations yo. of when you when you our grow show, older. Our show has definitely taken a turn for the worse, yo. Subscriber we lost last week. I understand, yo. I <laughs> but I've never had so much fun in my life. <laughs> oh my God, bro! Yo, that's funny. It was one gang five hundred. I can't believe that shit. That is hilarious. All right, go ahead with the good and fuckery, bro. <laughs> All right. Let's get it together right. at some point. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to start the rumor. I'm going to start the rumor. Okay. Uh-oh. 
The rumor is, I think Jay-Z is going to release something soon. Like an album? Like musically? Album, maybe a track, maybe, you know what I'm saying? We already seen, we already heard, well, some of y'all might have missed it, but that verse off of um, Kanye's album that he didn't drop, Donda, or whatever. So, um, but I say this because Nas is releasing King's Disease 2 August 6th. And anytime Nas. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? 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 Huh? King, King's for G's. King's Disease. King's for G's. King's Disease. King's Disease. Like, okay. Yeah. Gotcha, King's, gotcha, gotcha. uh, King's Disease 2. Okay. Because last when did year. That, when did the first one come out? Okay, yeah, I, was about to say, I don't remember the first one. La- last year. Last year. He got a Grammy for it. He beat Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs got pissed and then not really but then he rapped over uh one of Nas's beats and it was a great song actually i like freddie Gibbs. but yeah king's disease <laughs> 2 is coming out uh august 6th and um anytime Nas <coughs> drop jc drops something mm. every single time every what? single time so either way Nas fans is happy i, I won't be mad as a Jay-Z fan, I definitely will not be upset at all. Come on with it. I'll take, mm-hmm. I'll take some good jig of music right now. That'll work for me. Yeah, Come on, yeah. ho. Feed the streets, bro. And uh, then uh, other news, Cardi B's Bodak Yellow makes YouTube history. The 2017 track is the fastest solo single by a female rapper to reach 1 billion views. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. That was kind of crazy. No, that's pretty impressive. And I'm going to top the good and fuckery off with a topic that you wanted to talk about, but you didn't uh, exactly get to it on the live. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm on Team Royce. I like Royce okay. 5'9". Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I okay. Like Royce the 5'9". Okay. Now, it all started when Ransom and RJ Payne. Yes. Um, yeah. said that they were the best ever. And I, um, as far as bar for bar rappers, RJ Bain and Ransom, I, I'm not going to lie. I've been on the low enjoying Ransom's random releases. I know a lot of people might not know, but Ransom, um, he was a rapper in the DJ Clue days or whatever. He had a group named 18. It was another dude named Hitchcock. I think they uh, got into a disagreement, so Ransom is on his own, but Ransom is one of those spitters, man. Like every time I hear a rant, I never heard like a ransom verse, even back then in the 2000 days that I didn't like. Matter of fact, I listened to the 18 just for ransom verses, matter of fact. So for you young kids that have no idea who ransom is, Tim and Joe Budden are the reason that now y'all have this internet pull up, let me record myself while I go pull up on my ops type vibe. Mm-hmm. They was pulling up on each other and people was getting smacked on front porches and all kinds of stuff on, on YouTube back when YouTube was still in its infancy. And it was because of Ransom and them. DJ Vlad actually got his whole career off of following uh, Joe Button and Ransom and their beef. So, yeah, and that's, they, 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 they kind of like the like soldier Vlad, boy of the YouTube stuff. <clears throat> and that's why... Joe Button don't like Vlad now. Well, he's probably part of it. This is, this all is. the other fuckery Vlad does. But 
Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. But yeah, I I feel like every rapper, especially if you are bar for bar, punchline spitting, you know, rapper that or, or whatever, should feel like they're the best rapper, period. But yep. then Royce, Royce came in and he was like, he basically was like, to who? You know, and he was like, do y'all check all the boxes or whatever? So I don't know. Can you please tell me exactly what he means by that? I have my own thoughts about what he means, but he never explained what he means. So do you, is that a standard term or something I, that I know? No, it's not a standard term. It's, it's, it's some, it's basically something he probably said on the fly to explain, Hey, I did, I got these amount of accolades or what I, when boxes I, does Royce check? <clears throat> Yes, I'm still trying to figure that out. What exact boxes does he check? I know he asked that of everybody else, but like, if we talking accolades, like, I don't know that he's some acclaimed rapper like that. Like the the best term for it for it, this because this this is all about underground, like, rapidy rap hip hop. Right. That's what I'm saying. When you talking about so, that, was he even the best in his group? Um, it all depends. Like, it all depends when it comes to Slaughterhouse. It all depends on what, because I feel like at one point of time, each one of them will have a verse that might outshine the rest of them or whatever in Slaughterhouse. Like, I would say, if he's not the I'm best, I'm talking about one, consistently, like consistently. Yeah, everybody can have a a, a moment where shit line up <laughs> right, and I have some a moment of greatness. I'm talking about like consistently. Was he the one that was like looked to like? Oh, you're gonna have the verse on this song, most likely. Um, to me, he wasn't, but I'm trying to see like more like with the public perception might have been or with other people. I would say Royce's is one of those ones where I would feel like other rappers would feel some pressure, like um, not necessarily be afraid to be on a track with them, but they know that he's gonna come with a certain amount of performance. So I'm going to come with a certain amount of performance because he has, I would say he's gotten, his music has gotten better as far as topics and content over the past couple of years or whatever. Um, if As far as like staying on the beat or riding a beat or whatever, like I, I believe when he wants to, because there is some times where he wants to put in so many syllable bars at one time that I feel like it doesn't ride the beat like it should or whatever but I'm not gonna is lie. that I, one of the boxes <laughs> that you should be checking though that's what I'm saying yeah I mean that's, what are that's, these boxes let me know that's that's the one thing I need to figure out myself because it's yeah. not like he posted anything on Instagram and like put up a list that says hey these are the boxes you know what I'm saying to check it if you're going to come out here and you're going to start talking about boxes and all that and challenging people on them thinking that they the best and all that, then my thing is this. Prove yours. Don't keep talking shit. Rap, nigga. You would have been, been on 32,000 live streams whining because these niggas jumping me. Nigga, it's rap. Rap, nigga. You the best mm -hmm. in rap, nigga. Mm -hmm. I do, Stop trying I do to say, find help and rap, nigga. You had a chance to rap. You made a song. The shit did not go as go off as crazy as you thought it was gonna go. 
niggas came back because you were still talking shit on lives. These live streams are the problem. It's, it's these okay. let's hang out on Instagram live and talk shit to each other until I think it gets get annoyed. It makes the situation weird or whatever. Yeah, because now you put me on, on front street in front of everybody. Now I gotta talk bigger shit than I normally would, etc. But rap nigga, they challenge you on rap. Everybody done rapped at you. And and I don't care what you said. I ain't heard nothing that nobody said that was that damn disrespectful that we can't keep it rap. Uh-huh. So don't start like he said, that's what pissed me off. He started talking like he wanted to, you know, I don't know how to take it. And you know, I, I usually like man, ain't nobody trying to fight you and all that, man. Them niggas rapping. Rap, nigga. Uh-huh. Stop ducking the well, rap smoke and the rap fade. So out of the because it was three involved. Right. And I I still to this day don't understand where like I probably gotta look into the lives again to figure out where the Lupe fall into it or whatever in the oh, conversation. So Lupe came in that- on one of the lives because uh Royce was talking, they were talking about who was nice and all that or something. And somehow or another Royce's name got mentioned on some stuff, but it won't on no crazy shit. It was just like on some I might not agree with somebody said about Royce. I mean, uh, what about somebody said about Lupe or whatever. So then uh-huh. Lupe came in with like a uh, with no shirt on, yelling and cursing and acting all crazy. Like you knew it was still you knew it was still about rap, but that was when the energy first shifted. And then uh-huh. what happened was the uh, there was a live with Mickey Fax and uh, Royce. And during uh-huh. that live, Royce kept asking Mickey, "Do you check boxes? Do you check boxes?" And this was after. This was like the live where Mickey was kind of explaining to Royce that uh, Lupe won't know no, like, I'm trying to, like, no rah-rah shit like that. Like, it was, you know, just rap or whatever. Uh So somewhere in that conversation with Mickey and Royce, it started to get a little more weird because it started to sound like Royce was, like, downplaying Mickey's career and Mickey's abilities, right? Because he's Asking, but do you check boxes? And everybody in the chat was like, "Well, what do you mean? Like, what? Mm-hmm. Check what boxes? Like, Mickey, Mickey, dope as hell. He wanted the best. Like, he wanted them elite spitters. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that ain't even no question. So anyway, it kept going, kept going, and basically, uh, it got to the point where Royce told Mickey, "Well, rap then." Basically, like telling him from what I if when I'm watching it, which is why I think Mickey assumed the same thing. I got from that, oh, well, go make your go make your record then and show me that you check boxes. Uh-huh. Mickey did that, but Mickey from yeah, New did. York. And Mickey from the, the cloth of like, if we're gonna rap, then we're gonna have we're gonna battle on wax. So Mickey battled on wax. <laughs> I don't see what he said, nothing crazy, disrespectful or nothing. He just he, chewed your, he just chewed your ass up lyrically, like nigga, Mickey went in on that shit. And I think Royce is just salty because he know that if he go in there, he ain't gonna make nothing that that far. It ain't gonna I, be that. I don't think. Um, I don't try to say. I don't think Royce on the first one took took stuff seriously because like that beat was too chill of a beat, and I feel like Royce is on some. I don't feel like Royce is on some battle tip, pretty much just in general, just making well, music or what. He better get on <clears throat> But at the same time, kick his ass. So, well, I was gonna ask, which out of the three, 
Have you heard um you heard Lupe's and Royce version, right? Also, right? Because I know you heard Mickey's. Yes. Listen. All right. So which one did you like the best out of the three? Mickey. Um, Mickey. I think Lupe's wasn't <clears throat> as hard as Mickey's. Royce's wasn't really a battle record to me. It was more just like a rapidly rap record, but it wasn't like yes. uh, I'm going at anybody. <clears throat> um I like Mickey's because it was direct, it was rapidly rap, and the flows, <clears throat> it still was a good song. Like mm-hmm. it was good music as opposed to just I'm battling, but the song sucks. You know what I mean? Like I'm saying some hard shit, but nobody don't nobody want to ride to this. Like I would bump that <clears throat> Mickey shit. I was rocking with that shit. You feel me? Um mm-hmm. I will also say Mickey has the line of the three songs for me, which, yeah, I ain't heard another line like that in a minute. So I really fuck uh-huh. with that. So that, uh, what is it? Here come the cliffhanger, like, like Cosby closet. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That yeah. is fucking, it's right there. It's, it's right in front of yeah. everybody for, for 30 some <clears throat> years, 40 years and nobody ever popped that out. That I love those type of bars. Like it's right there when you hear it. You're like, oh my God, how did nobody ever say that? But he said it. Oh no, I love it. I love those jokes. I love those bars. Well, Yo, that hey. one of those that God, the light bulb hit your head type bars. Yeah, that shit was hard. <clears throat> so, I also yeah, like Mickey. I also like listening to songs that I've been listening to forever. And then I listen, and it's been a while since I listened to them. And then I listened to it again in my adult years, and I catch yeah. something that I just didn't catch before. It, it hit a little different <clears throat> now that you've been through some stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think um, I have a Royce bias because I always liked Royce since like that scary movie song back in high school with him and Eminem, pretty much. I and I always like. Like his bars or whatever. That so was the I song like that got me into Eminem actually. True. Yep. And it was another one of them. Um boom with Helmet Premier. Um uh, Boom to you too. Boom. Guess who stepped in the room? Uh, it's on um it's a premiere beat and and Royce was on it. This was like the first time I heard Royce with his own song or whatever, because this was like early in his career. And he, um, what's that first verse he said? I'm the verbal spit. atomically. That was Inspector Deck, man. <clears throat> what is that? Uh, I'm the verbal spit Smith Wesson. I come through with slick spit and quick wit. They'll split a split second. I never heard anybody say I split a split second. So from then on, I was like, all right, I'm kind of hooked. <laughs> I, I don't know how your wit can split a split second, though. That don't, I don't get it. It's just the way you put as far as the bar. See, see, that's what I mean by Royce. Like you put all them syllables together for it not to make sense. Like, yeah, the rhymes, the rhyme pattern, the rhyme scheme, the uh, the amount of syllables you pieced up is dope. But where's the meaning behind it? Like, I'd rather you do all of that and then at least say something at the end. Like at the end of that, I should come away with something that still makes sense. It's an entendre or whatever, but it still makes sense. Like. Entendre should make sense both ways, not just the one way you had to try to squeeze it in there for the punchline. But that's my opinion. You know, that's just how I be. 
You're not gonna make me not like that bar anymore. I like that line. He said, "Split a split second. No, I'm you basic people, man. You you love that line, bro. I'm, one of I'm not mad at you. And I'm like, oh, nobody else has ever said anything like I can split. That shit don't second. make sense. What the fuck they gonna say it for? Oh, man, I like I like superhero shit. <laughs> I like. I'm, gonna, I'm going to split a split second. I'm sorry, Tiz, and what? this is where we're going to differentiate. What does that mean? I, I, I this this is where we differentiate. I like when rappers say superhero shit. I I I get I get it that all right. We like music where we we learn. I love life songs. I love life songs where. You know, you relate to the song, but sometimes I just want to hear somebody say some crazy shit. That like I, I that's I want to I want to see if somebody say some crazy shit, some shit that sometimes I want somebody to say some unbelievable shit. Of course, I know that this guy can't punch somebody through a mountain, but see, maybe punching I'll somebody through a mountain, I get that though. That's different. Mm-hmm. That's hyperbole. Mm-hmm. That's hyperbole. What does split a split second mean? That's what I, I don't do get. Like, impossible. I, I would probably have to talk that's more not about impossible. it. Impossible. It just me. don't matter. <laughs> Respect, man. <laughs> if we ain't gonna get it. We, you know, this is one of the moments where, all right, we just not our taste. I don't get it. Not, it ain't saying? even about taste. I'm just trying to figure out what does that mean. <laughs> oh. Maybe it makes sense if you hit it with the song or whatever. But anyway, well, I'll, let me go back to what we were talking about before we, we drift. Um, Lupe, I didn't enjoy so much, but I respect Lupe lyrically. But I just didn't enjoy that song too much. He sounded like he just got a little too emotional over it. And I don't know what they had gone through with their podcast or whatever, or how he felt with the podcast or whatnot, because I felt like that was that, a lot of that got real. Into it. Yeah, yeah they ended the podcast. They totally, they totally Joe Rory mauled the podcast after that. So yes, <laughs> yeah. So that was cool, and I think I like Mickey's joke just because it wasn't no drama in it, and it was just all performance. I mean, he his impersonation of R.J. Payne was. I thought it was R. <laughs> I thought he got R.J. Payne on the track at first, pretty much. I like agree, agree. When he was attempting to do ransom, yeah, it just sounded like to me, it didn't sound like an impersonation of ransom. It just sounded like you just rap it to me. Right, or right, whatever. right, right. I right. feel like I feel like, okay, you probably word for word written down or whatever and performance-wise probably said it the same way, but ransom voice is I think ransom voice is the um deal breaker on that like if anybody else rants ran um i can't even talk shit what am i trying to say if, if anybody, anybody else does ransom's voice rhyme like ransom it's just going to sound like somebody rapping or whatever I got when you, we ran, I got rap, it's his rapping. voice that sells the that sells his yeah, more. exactly exactly and not necessarily his voice sells it but it's like a cherry on top of what is already a good thing you know what i'm saying it's what like, gives it the, that final oomph yeah like that exactly. pizzazz, like oh, that's the yeah. Ooh. It was good. Like you, that, that'll take it to great. Yeah, like a lot of times with rap, it, it's all the voice. Sometimes it's like voice does if, matter. 
Cause you like, sound like that dude that uh Gator Girl put us on to that time, the AR or whatever. That man. I don't care what he said. That that's not gonna go. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He's gonna Grammy next year. Uh <laughs> yeah, he's gonna win a Grammy, next, the Grammy next year, man. Yeah, for a best comedy album. <clears throat> but yeah, I win one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like some it's some rappers that like I respect them like lyrically or whatever mm-hmm. when I just like listen to them, but I'm not always going to them first. Um, like for example, Talib Kweli, I I respect them. It's some songs that I actually like from him, but I can't listen to his voice all the time. I just can't. I I can't listen to him. All the time, it's like where you go, why you say that? It, it's like sometimes when I, if I want to hear somebody rap hard, I want to hear that anger in his voice. He don't sound like even when he has anger. Not in enough his aggression voice, there for you. Yeah, it's not but, enough aggression to me. And too somebody probably flip what I say and call it a diss. But yeah, niggas know what voices sound like. I get what you mean, <laughs> and I get what you mean. It's like I don't, don't want to hear somebody who always sound peaceful. Sometimes I want somebody yeah. who's by the by the rage and i think that's i think that's the effect that i have with lupe now my brother probably mm, mad at me. Mm-hmm. lupe is like one of his favorite rappers too but it's like i don't know i don't go to lupe for aggression like i go that's to real. lupe and then and if i listen to him with aggression it's like it it don't it don't the voice don't don't, don't have the conviction yeah. in it yeah yeah like when you when you hear if you want to hear aggressive rap, you you want to be able to feel that shit to the point that like you would say that, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. Like I, I feel like sometimes if 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 certain rappers write the aggressive rap and somebody else said it, you would you would like got it, it more. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah, I feel. And you. that's not some people disability. are better as ghostwriters, and and they don't know it. Dude, I felt the same way about certain raps that Gilly, I made. Gilly the Kid was like that, like when he did songs. It didn't go, but if he gave it to somebody else, mm-hmm. yeah, you got you one. Yeah, 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 yeah. man. I feel but that. Mickey, Mickey facts. He still did his thing though. And Mickey, I, it's, I say he's one of those people I don't expect a whack rhyme from. Yeah, oh, I, I ever heard a whack whack verse <laughs> from him. Mm-hmm. But that's real. I think I think Royce's biggest. I think Royce's um, biggest fault or whatever a flaw is that sometimes you got to do way too much work to get the bar and then sometimes it's good to work to get the bar like like i said earlier like you know you listen to songs from a long time ago and you like you hear something you know like you didn't hear before or whatever right but sometimes it's like all right sometimes i just want to listen to music i don't want to have to like examine every freaking bar i just want that chunk to hit me you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I don't need to pull out the encyclopedia <clears throat> for every song. Sometimes I just want to easy listening. Yeah, some just I just, don't spoon, know. Just, just just spoon feed me on this one. Don't make me work for it. Yeah, I don't want to know every piece of social media, uh, like social event, to just figure out the bar. Sometimes, so I mean, sometimes I like that. If it, you know, and sometimes I don't. But right, hey. and this is me with a Royce bias. You know, no, I saying get that pretty much. That was one of the things that Mickey actually pointed out in his song, like in Rage, mm. that 
that Royce. Yeah, he said that joke. Catch a current event together and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't say that shit. But hey, some people, it, it, it sometimes at the end of the day, you just gotta be like, hey, that's that rapper style, and that yeah. rapper's been doing it for that long. It works for that rapper. That might not be your cup of tea. And growing up with music, I'm like, hmm, that's that's the way I listen to music now. Like, uh, this is my cup of tea right now. This is not your cup of tea right now. This is mm-hmm. your cup of tea right now. This is not my cup of tea right now. So. Right, right, right. But yeah, that's my rant on that. Face, <laughs> face you over there? You <laughs> just listen to him by his tea. Oh, okay. But your cup of tea and his cup of tea and what's not and what he is, and I ain't got no cup of tea, so I mean, hey, it is what it is with me. Natural. You got a cup of tea, man. That's that 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 good outcast down south rap cup of tea. Oh no, that ain't a cup. That's a big old gallon of jug, man. That is a that's, that's down a, that's south. A they jug, got the gallon jug of sweet tea. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> what is it? Uh, what's that thing? I can't think of nothing right now. What is the name of that chicken place? They, they always have like the jug of teas up there. Hardy's? The Hardy's did too, but I don't Bo, Bo, Bojangles? Bojangles did too. Yep. Popeyes? Pretty much all of them got a gallon of tea. KFC? Every southern, yeah, I just needed every one. Every southern chicken place don't say you have gallon of tea. <laughs> yeah. Actually, a big jug of tea would be a good would hit right about now. Actually, now that I think <laughs> big jug of tea I hit about any time of the Day or year, night, whatever. Like tea, just sweet tea, just good as hell all the time. If it's made right, yeah, yeah, and you can't like people can't fuck it up though. When that tea, don't give me no tea. Be tasting old. Yeah, yeah, and that sour taste to it, whatever. Uh, Sour. Like I don't like, know what kind of tea you drinking, but you need to get that back for real. That, that's no, nah, like you, like it has like that bitter taste. That's yeah, what I'm that bitter taste. Bitter taste. What'd you say for that? That tea to be all the way at the end with the grinds in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, people don't be nobody want no gritty tea. That diabetic <laughs> barely have sugar in the tea or whatever. No, I, I, I need the sweet tea where you like put a gallon of sugar, uh, 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 like the bag of sugar in the bottom of that big barrel. Then you pour the tea in while it's hot, and you stir mm. in another bag of sugar as you pour the hot tea in. Mm-hmm. That's how you got to make it. I'm telling you, if you do it like that, it's going to be the perfect sweetness every single time. I know because I used to work at Waffle House, and I used to make the best sweet tea. The, the whole night shift crew used to, like, that first rush, right when I be getting off, when y'all used to come scoop me up, and we about to go to mm-hmm. a party and shit, mm-hmm. right then, that first rush of people that be coming in, boy, they used to be like, man. Your damn tea be good as hell. <laughs> Niggas be mad as hell when that shit run out. <laughs> they fuck, they fuck around, get there like at, you know, like one o'clock in the morning when that shit gone. They be like, damn it, we didn't got that damn night shift tea. I don't, I don't understand people that don't like sweet tea, man. I don't understand. Them. <laughs> I don't understand. Some people them at don't all. like tea at all. Some yeah. people don't like coffee at all. I think it's just like certain flavors, you know, is our, our acquired tastes. My stomach don't like coffee. I know that much. 
<laughs> man, I'm telling you, and that's the thing. Like, I don't mind the taste. I actually appreciate it because it does actually, you know, the caffeine does actually work to wake me up or whatever. Totally love, God. But but that shit, like, it wake up my bowels for the rest of the day. Like, I drink a, one cup in the morning at eight a.m. and like it's eight p.m. <gasps> and I'm and I'm still I'm still letting them fire. Like, you know, you know, God damn, man. Like, fart rockets just blowing off all night. Like, I gotta get as hell. <laughs> I'm walking. I'm walking through the halls of my job, just letting them off. Toot toot. Oh, oh beep beep. beep. <laughs> I mean that shit. <laughs> then I'm back and forth to the bathroom all day. Stomach feeling funny. Then I start sweating and shit. That should be having me all like, like, uh, like when you drink a, a energy drink and it don't do right with your system and that shit had you like jittery a little bit. Like that should be. Like oh, that's that. I be getting all hot all drink. of a sudden and sweating and shit. Nah, Yo, five hour energy drink does that, and that that shit is the devil. I don't care what anybody say. Yeah, I'm that, pretty sure um, that shit is a, some rocket fuel or something. Yo, I don't know what it is, but I know if you got anxiety or nerve problems, do not drink five hour energy drink. It does not do good with your soul. That it like, does not. Shit like it'll wake you up. But man, I'm worried. I'm in in. Drinking that joint, be worried about stuff I don't even normally be worried about. Like all the time. Like, hope, nah, this, hope nah. this gum wrapper don't get me in trouble for littering. That stuff is the devil. You know how the, the extra, the extra healthy, I'm vegan people or whatever warn you about stuff, pretty much. I'm 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 being one of those with five hour energy drink, man. There's nah. something about that. Uh Yo, the, the way people should be scared about vaccines is the way the way people are scared about Ooh, vaccines. No, the no, way they no. Be scared. I can't have that piece of candy. It, it, it that, that that has a chemical in it that kills butterflies in Guatemala. Mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> telling you right now, y'all should be like that with five hour energy drink, cause oh, I'm messing that shit. I'm good on that. Yeah, that's a uh, but yeah, that's my rant on five hour energy drink. I don't mess with nothing that when you that it, it say cherry is the flavor, but when you taste it, it don't taste shit like cherries. It tastes like yeah, that's what well, it that is. shit it tastes, tastes like. like battery acid or something, or or, or like medicine, like with a something that you drink. Some type of for recreation should not taste like medicine. They made that jump with the scarecrow's fear gas. That's what they made that stuff. <laughs> And said, I don't do nothing but make you all antsy. That's clever as hell, like scarecrows, fear gas. Mm. I like that. <laughs> oh, no. That was pretty good there. All right. And that was a good and fuckery, y'all. <laughs> Woo! Good and fuckery. Um, I think we really ended that a long time ago, but yeah, because I ain't saying yeah yet. Uh, I'm going to tell y'all, guys, that's why I want to. That's about an hour and a half of our show there, buddies. Um, <laughs> I did not expect that to go that, that way, but all right. Um, into my next topic, uh, ride a robble. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be the motto for tonight. Uh, so, yeah, man, I wanted to ask y'all and, and just get the conversation going on. Who do y'all, what decade, the 80s, 90s? 2000s, the arts, or yeah, those four decades. Which one of those decades do y'all think had the best music? And when I say that, I mean like collectively, as in the major four buckets 
or genres of music combined. So the best rock, pop, hip hop, and R and B combined. Oh, you got to combine all four of them. If you combine all the all, all the aspects of music, I mean, all the genres genres of music, I should say, like it makes it harder because um, not everyone like is good in the same decade. Even so, like the pop. Uh, I feel like the more the 80s pop music and stuff like that, that's more classic. You feel like you can put that 80s pop on and rock anytime, where some pop now is just more um, like blase and it's just out there to be out there real quick and next week it ain't nothing. So, but when it comes to rap, 80s rap to me sucked ass. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, you on internet? Come on, nah. Get down. Uh-huh. We got the brakes. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I can't get, get broken glass. <laughs> yeah. I know that. That's you want into that hip hop that make you lose your teeth? No, that's just hip hop pointing out shit. I can see that myself. Broken glass everywhere. 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 Uh, need to vacuum the carpet because it's floor on the floor. It's, I, I can do that shit. I, mean, I don't like 80s rap. It was trash. <laughs> it was put as it was in, it, rap was in its infancy. <laughs> I ain't mean, never heard nobody say that they're group. pointing out shit when they talk about 80s rap. That is hilarious. Because <laughs> everybody afraid to say it. Everybody want to be like, oh, we got dirty dishes. That nigga said dirty dishes. <laughs> it was the beginning, so you got to expect it. Like That is hilarious. Yo. Right. Oh, fuck. To me, <laughs> to me, rap was in his greatest like in the transition from the '90s to the early 2000s, you feel me? Like um, late '90s, more, more like more late '90s. Um, uh, where you had the transition of more different styles of hip hop coming out. You didn't just have that one hurrah in observational rap. You had gangster rap. You had the conscious rap. You had the different aspects and the different genres coming out. So, rap was in its teenage years and it was it was blossoming. So I feel like the '90s in the early 2000s was the best time for rap. But as far as pop, the best time for pop and stuff like that was like the eighties, man. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, come on, Hall of Notes. I mean, come on now. I mean, it's classics from the eighties, man. It's like classic, classic from the eighties. Any song that you can take from Scarface is gonna rock. True. No what true. year you put that on, it's gonna rock, man. But <clears throat> you take something like a Katy Perry song from three years ago, and who like who the fuck is who the fuck is this shit? I don't wanna hear this shit. I don't know, man. Fireworks yeah, go all yo. Gotta dim the lights. Let it shine. Cause baby, y'all the fire. Oh no, you, you, no, you that ain't your shit. You're not comparing Katy Perry to no '80s pop. Katy Perry get buried in '80s. Baby, y'all the but then, are we talking about country music too? No, no. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I don't even know. I mean, a lot I'm of not, country I'm music not, from certain. I'm not versed enough. Yeah, yeah, I don't even know. That's why I kept it the shit that I was like, okay, these are the basic genres that all three of us would kind of have an pop, idea about. Pop, R and B, soul, and stuff like that. I'm going seventies, eighties, because that's when everybody had like their feeling in it. I mean, like we really had emotions. We really had. Like people were talking about something with substance and it was just coming from a place of joy. You feel me like with the pop and stuff and the soul, like the, the, the soul music really touched your soul. You feel me like I can go put a 70s track on there 
And I don't care what age you are. You can be in your teens and that 70s. You hit you. You sit there in this school. You go, oh, shit. OG on some real stuff right there, ain't he? But to the same instance, I can put a, a R&B song on from like three, four years ago. And I'm like, man, this shit is all you talking about is sticking it in. I mean, there ain't no soul in this. Like, I can I can make some song about sticking it in. Come here, girl. Let me stick it in. To the beat. <laughs> Come here, girl. Let me stick something. it in. What the nigga? What? <laughs> Nothing but hell, the hits from yo. the beat. Yo. Come on, girl. Let me stick it in. I got a deal. Come on, man. Like, put it. Like, but that also comes with the age of uh, of the music because I mean, like pop, it 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 won't in its baby years in the early seventies and eighties like rap was. So rap had to mature and get to that place where it could blossom and first flourish and get to that that real goodness of it. You feel me? Like the like way it was in the early nineties and mid two thousands, where the in the seventies and eighties, the other forms of music had already blossomed. They'd already been there. So they were already in there, in their groove where people can find how to just get in that type of music and find a niche. Where rap you were just trying to make it then to be a mm-hmm. rapper, you just trying to mimic off what the next man did. It won't no on set niches and on set grooves where now you got your conscious rap, you got your mumble rap, you got your weird ass rappers who rap about just whatever. You got that's me. Rap, I'm rap. You got you got every different sector of rap now. So rap has grown. So I can, I don't think I can answer that question as far as and just put all four of them into one one decade. Like yeah, this is the decade all four of them because rap is so new. It didn't fall in with nothing else. So I got you. Okay, Pat, you want to take a stab at it before I get into it? Um, I would. I agree. I agree with Faith mostly. Like my favorite 90s was like my favorite 90s is what got me into rap or whatever. I was like, shoot, the first and this is this because I had an older sister. I have an older brother. But the first rap song I ever heard was Push It from Salt and Pepper. That's like the first rap song that I can remember. That was like for real. That's like the first rap song. And that's because my older sister was playing it. <laughs> that was I, don't, it. I don't even know why that's so funny, bro. So please understand. Like, I have no idea why that's funny. It's just, I'm just imagine like uh, a four year old Padawan in the crib. Pussy real good. The beat, you like, get up on this. Like, that's one of the greatest 80s beats. <laughs> like, it was so great. Cameron redid it. Like, come on. It was great, but he did redo it. Oh man, mm-hmm. I forgot all about that song. Okay, yep, he showed up did. Yeah, that happened. Yep, yep. That was and a thing that happened, y'all. That was a thing that happened. Uh, a lot of things with Cameron is a thing that happened, and it's big, hilarious. Big, big things are going with him. But I think my favorite era of music would be the '80s, but not because of rap, but more like that Sade. Um, it was like a jazzy, spacey feel, like Denzel. Um, what's his name? Wankster. I know it's. I'm gonna look this up, man. But it's or whatever. It's one of my favorite like producers from the '80s or whatever. And I think and like as far as musically '70s, 
70s music is probably the all-time best music ever because every piece of music that is out right now is basically based off 70s and 80s music especially things from the 90s like like there's still elements that they learned off of the 80s and 70s music that they bring in it might be new technology it might be new sounds or whatever i will say that's the my the best thing about new music in the new era is just the sounds right now like the sounds are just like great i wish i could we could take the sounds from this era and give it back to the artists in the 80s and see what crazy shit they come out with but like um at a at a bass level if of uh, me just pressing play and hearing what i want to hear that sounds good to me or whatever mm-hmm. i think that that 80s uh, jazzy spacey sound shade chill sound is is where is that for me as far as music like i can listen to that all day oh that's that's the name his name is dexter wansale and he got this um he got this like like a lot of people sampled from him or whatever like mm-hmm. uh, like as far as rappers and stuff like that but he got this like type of music is whatever that's like is it's like jazz but it it's a bunch of spacey sounding sounds like it's like um Oh, or whatever like it's funk music or whatever but uh like it's is that and then you have like parliament like this still they're still remixing songs from the 80s and, and 70s and turning it turning into whatever twerk version i know city girls got some what was uh the twerkalator song or whatever they, yes. yes and they basically took beats from the 80s and 70s so it's got to be one of the greatest errors if they keep taking from it now. And I mean, now they're dabbling into the 90s era R&B and sampling it at too. And I'm not going to lie. That's like, as far as R&B goes, just regular R&B go, I think 90s kills it with as far as R&B. That's when R&B shined the most, pretty mm. much. Like, to me, that just make as far as like, if you... If you go to like any party and they just playing like R&B or whatever, majority of that is coming from the 90s. And a little bit at the end of the 80s with Key Sweat and everything too. They might start off with Ciroc, that. come on. <laughs> I did that just so I could get face to do that. <laughs> he be sounded just like Bobby in the background. We got some pity coming. It's all good. It just come out of nowhere. Man, he, he did that. I love it. I love it. He, he, he did that like, yeah, I mean, let, let me remind people I'm in the background. <laughs> Bobby's still here, y'all. But I will say the <laughs> most fun, the most fun I've gotten out of music is the early 2000s because that's that's the 2000, that's the era where we did all our crazy shit together pretty much so i'm I, I still matter of fact i still remember um playing undertaker the that ti song and then and chewy come along make the hook tone and then y'all start rapping and then i whenever i get a chance i'll rap at the end pretty much so that's just one of them 2000s is just one of those moments where like i got a lot of memories 
crazy memories with that music. So that's still going to be a place in my heart pretty much. But if I'm sitting by myself and I'm just chilling and I want to go to another planet, I'm probably listening to like 80s Sade pretty much. Okay. Um, I think for me, it's definitely the 2000s. Um, from 2000 to 2010, um, I feel like on the R&B tip, it was still the era of people still making, you still had choices in R&B, you had fucking music, but you also had love songs as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it hadn't all the way switched to we just talking about fucking. It was still kind of some of that old era still. Um, mm-hmm. It also gave us some of some of my favorite R&B artists like Neo and them, like, you know what I mean? Like for me, those, I, I really rock with their music. Like Usher kind of hit his groove around that time. Confessions and mm-hmm. stuff started to come out. Like, so we had like just some big time R&B in that point. We also that got- was Right. We also got rock taking it to a new level when it come to stuff like Linkin Park and um, uh, even Limp Biscuit when they first came out, that fusion of like hip hop and rock started to happen in that time. And I'm a big fan of that. Um, even bands like Creed and shit, like I think that that style of rock started the power ballads type thing started making a comeback and i really like that type of rock so i'm a big fan um and then with hip hop you had like it was you had so many different genres all flowing at once you had the crunk movement starting you had the snap movement during this time you had the rock star movement during this time you had the uh, oh, right. Like you had uh, Fifty Cent making his impact on the game. You had Kanye come, Kanye coming into his own during this time. Like so the much mixtape era, right? So much mm. that like we now look at as like our classic hip hop moments was happening during that two thousand to two thousand ten period. So like I feel like out of all four genres. It's like the time where like, there's no time where like all of them were equally as great, but I would say like the closest time we got for me is like them, them, them 2000 to 2010, that decade. Like I feel like every genre was just doing something really cool at the same time. But yeah. I, I can't, I can't lie. The 2000 era was one of the greatest times of my life. I ain't even gonna lie. Man, it was pretty. It was pretty special. At but even time, just from a musical standpoint, it was pretty special. And it was the perfect time for me to start growing my dreads because Wayne was on a rampage, and he had that one song, "Lollipop." And every time we go to the club, guess who gets uh, attention? All the single ladies. All the single ladies. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, face must be must be that took a break. He he used to be right there on that one. Oh. <laughs> but y'all want to see some amazing stuff. If y'all were ever around us at a club and the right song comes on, and for some reason Tiz wanted to dance battle someone, it is the most epic shit. I don't know if you remember that uh what was it Club Mystiques? It looked like an old golden corral, but we went in there. It was always a group 
but some somehow, some way, you ended up dance battling somebody. Yep. It was amazing. Yep, <laughs> it 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 happened a lot. It it did happen a whole lot. And I, oh, I, I realized somebody. I was really big into that back then. Yeah. <clears throat> Even when people didn't even want to dance battle. I, I battled mm-hmm. people that didn't even know that they were in a dance battle. They were just enjoying themselves at the club with their friends. And I'm sitting there battling the fuck out people. Motherfucker, you going to eat your head and spit it out. And I'm going to shit it. And then I'm going to kick it over here. And yeah, it was it was crazy. Oh, that shit move was hilarious. If they had had like, if they had had like a true life of like, uh, I'm addicted to battling. <laughs> that would have been me. I can't stop battling people. I just keep walking up to them, break doing break dance moves and shit. Yeah, it was bad. But on the other hand, it did it, it did contribute to a lot of us getting the right type of attention back then from the ladies. I'm just saying. I did I did spark off some groups of girls that wanted to come over just because I was over there, you know, eating and shitting somebody's head out at the moment. Next thing you know, everybody going home with a little poo-poo. Little poo knock. Little poo-poo, you know, little poo-poo, little poo-poo platter. You know. I might have been I might have been pop locking it. I was fucking a lot back then. (laughs) Doing a uh, dance mating call. (laughs) I recall some of my dance battles having you end up on the floor with girls, uh Pat. Yeah, that happened. It happened. It, no, yeah. Lil Wayne made a song called Lollipop, and it changed my life personally. <laughs> ain't even gonna lie. <clears throat> when, when, when locks meet opportunity. Yes, less. And I'm not <laughs> ugly, so it works. You know what I'm saying? Like it might have been other dread dudes, but I'm not ugly. Those other ones were a little harsh in the face. Well, every guy is harsh in the face to me, yeah. but. I'm by comparison. You know what I'm saying? I got my mom's looks. <laughs> <laughs> I got my mom's looks. <laughs> that is funny for reasons I'm not quite sure, but I, I don't know I why either, it. but it's hilarious. Yes. Yes, I got my mom's looks. <laughs> my mom's gorgeous, so I don't care what it's about to say. I ain't mad at you, boy. <laughs> Salute to the queen. But yeah, man, Pod Squad, y'all tell us who y'all favorite, uh, what y'all favorite decade is or what y'all think the best decade for music was. And when I say music, again, not your favorite genre of music, but objectively, kind of just like out of all of the decades and all of the genres, like the best decade for music overall. Um, What y'all think? Let us know down in the comments below. And yeah, man. Face, what you got? I figured I'd go a little old school Ooh. from when before we started, you know, recording. We used to play a little game on the phone when we used to talk and shit over the phone. Can you please yeah, explain that? Right. Can you please say that one more okay. time? <laughs> Pause all that. We, <laughs> we, we didn't play no games, y'all. We was I figured I'd bring it back a little old school segment from before we, before we even started recording. Um, before we started recording, as we all know, we just started getting up and conversing every week on a little, just have everybody just meeting up, three or four of us. And back then, I used to um, bring a game to the table, a little oh, game that I got, like, uh, Would You Rather. Jesus. This is I like the restaurant it. roulette. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. 
So I'm definitely going to edit in the face disclaimer before this uh, part when uh, we release the uh, episode. <laughs> Audio people, you know, y'all get y'all get all the raunchy shit because uh, standards and practices ain't as bad on uh, Spotify and Apple. But uh, YouTube, uh, <laughs> when y'all see the face disclaimer, yeah, y'all know what to do. Yeah. So... Number one, I figured I'd bring it back from another uh, other old school question. I believe this is one of the first ones I've ever asked y'all. So I'm going to just bring it to the podcast this time. Number one, would you rather be stranded in the middle of the ocean with no supplies or stranded in the middle of the desert with no supplies? Desert. Yeah, I'm thinking desert too. Yeah. Wow. Because the ocean is way scarier. Mm. Like, like the ocean, <laughs> all right. You're a land creature, so you're in the ocean. You're in the middle of the ocean. You really can't do nothing. You're at a handicap, and everything that could possibly eat you can maneuver and with ease all around you. You don't have no way of defense unless you're strong enough to fight a shark <laughs> and swim. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if you're stranded in the middle of the ocean, it's like you're falling. Like. It's almost com- like similar to just falling in the middle of the sky. You know what I'm saying? You're just waiting for something to pick you off. Mm-hmm. It ain't going to be nothing but a God and miracle if you actually get saved. You know what I'm saying? Least, at least I'm on land if I'm in the desert. You know what I'm saying? I'm black. I got skin. Maybe hopefully the pigment will. I'm black. I got skin. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got, As I got... if you're something else, you know. Like you walk yeah, around with I, your I muscles out. <laughs> got your muscles all I, out. I got I got heat resistant skin. That's what I mean. Mean to say, hopefully it's not as it's not as weak as I'm thinking it is. Right. Compared to Africa heat or whatever. Hopefully I eventually evolve. Hopefully I can actually find a place uh, of of civilization or whatever. But I have more chance of finding civilization somewhere where I can actually maneuver and walk around on than in the middle of the freaking ocean. Unless Atlantis exists or whatever, or it's some miscellaneous random oil um, factory in the middle of the ocean have those out there. I'm I'm shit out of luck. I can't really swim like that. Shark gonna look at me like snacks. Desert because I'm gonna say desert too. Um, middle of the ocean without no tools, you really can't catch nothing, kill nothing. You feel me? In the middle of the desert, I can grab something and bang it against the ground a couple of times and <laughs> kill some a worm or a lizard or something. But you're in the middle of the ocean with no supplies, like you say, like everything out in the ocean can maneuver around you in order for you to try to get something. You either gotta put your hand in there or get in the water, and at that time, you put yourself at more risk to be prey instead of predator. On land in the desert, I mean, it's fair. It's fair game. I mean, like if I can get my hands on you, I could possibly kill you because we all on ground. Like it is what it is. It's just more for a land animal that which we are. It's just it'll be easier on the desert. So I believe there's three deserts for all three of us. So even if you're on a boat, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely desert. Yeah, even when you're on a boat, man. You still, you still screwed up. 
that boat don't got yeah. gas. Yeah. And I'm also thinking about like the ba- the most basic of human needs, water. If you want to load in the middle of the ocean, it's like the fact that he says ocean is very key to me because that means you ain't got shit around you but salt water and you can't drink that. If I'm mm-hmm. in the desert, I might be able to find like a little underground spring or, you know, you know, find some water type home. of plant, some type of desert plant that I can extract some water hey, from. Man. You know what I mean? Or maybe even find a desert river as I'm walking through the desert. You never know. <laughs> but what I'm not going to find is no drinkable water in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. You're going to end what up I'm like um, a shark tooth in my ass. Like old dude in Waterworld. Y'all remember that movie? Didn't he have oh, gills? Yeah. yeah, he had gills. Yeah, so like but he also had his contraption that he had. It turned piss into drink water. And, um, drink water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. If you want to do something like that and drink your piss, then you know you go ahead. But I ain't sitting. Well, I ain't really. I'm no looking for options. I prefer where I ain't not to drink piss. piss. Yeah, yeah I'd, ra- I'd rather not, not even my own. If I, ain't got to. I don't want to drink no damn piss. I'm good on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I think I go a little silly with the next one. Oh, bro. Would you rather your significant other? Have an extra nipple or no nipples at all? An extra nipple. I like sucking on my wife's nipples. Where is the nipple located? It's actually very enjoyable for me. So, yeah, an extra nipple. You said, Where is it located? Oh, no. She put that shit in her forehead like a, like a titty unicorn, and I'm going to that shit. I love that. That's the key. Come here, I need baby. to know that's where it's key. located. Like, if it's right beside the other one, okay, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? But what if it's just like her head, though, and her head look like a baby lie. bottle? You mean to tell me you won't go ahead and feed uh, on your woman's head? I don't know, let's man. Put the nipple on the bottom of your chin. I'm going, I'm, I'm going to holler at my wife on that, man. Hey, look, man, my wife can put the nipple anywhere, man. I'm getting my wife nipples, man. I, I love my wife like that. And I love her nipples like that. So I'm good. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and roll with that. What about you? Big extra nipple energy. Depends on where the nipple is at. (laughs) The nipple should be in your damn face or in your mouth. I I prefer prefer female (laughs) nipples in my face. That's, That's what I prefer. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Can't always get what you want. I like that. Nipples on all of us. All right. Now this one's more real a real world one. All right. Would you rather have no money at all but be emotionally and spiritually happy or be wealthy and be forever searching for true happiness? Okay, say that one more time. Would you rather be broke with no money at all, but at the same time emotionally and spiritually happy, or wealthy and forever be searching for true happiness? Okay, so be broke but always happy, or wealthy but always looking for happiness. Um, I'm probably going to go with broke and always happy because, yeah, like if I'm always happy, I'm not going to care. I'm not. If I'm always happy, shoot, that means I die happy. 
Man, I, I, I think I'm going to go with that. So being wealthy or whatever and always searching for happiness, that means you did all those achievements for nothing. Whatever, you might go into a depression doing that, man. I, I, yeah, yeah I, I like I prefer being happy over anything. Mental health. <laughs> yeah, I'd say be uh be broke and be happy still. Um, can y'all hear that train? I heard it for a second and then it went away. Okay, great. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I'd rather be uh broke but still happy just because I know what that feels like. Like I know what it feels like to be in an apartment with six seven niggas all living there at the same time um niggas sleeping on the floor and shit and everybody been happy as hell niggas sharing packs of noodles and all kinds of shit and niggas been happy as hell smiling every day like never having a care in the world i know what that feels like i don't know what it feels like to be constantly unhappy like that but i don't want to feel that that sounds horrible Mm mm-hmm Defeats the purpose and getting wealthy. Yeah, I'm like, if I'm wealthy, I want to be happy and enjoy it. I don't want to be all sad <laughs> and still miserable and depressed and shit. But I'm sure there's some people that would probably take the latter. Right. Because people will say, well, I could pay for counseling and try to help me find my happiness that way, or I can do this and this and this and this, and my money can find my happiness. So as long as I got money, I ain't never going to be unhappy. There's always something. Mm, yeah. the next one? Now, I robbed Kevin Hart for half of this idea. The other half is mine. Would you rather have a partner with no knees or a partner with no elbows? When you say partner, you don't mean like partner. You mean like your wife. Why your sexual partner, your wife or your significant other. Would you rather your wife or your significant other have no knees or no elbows? Oof. Uh, yeah, she she can have no elbows for me. <laughs> yeah, because I'm yeah, yeah, straight off at you, beating you up and down with no no giving. <laughs> she she right. Yeah, I'm go, I'm cool with the arms being straight up and down with no bend in it because our favorite position is doggy style. So she can bend over still. She can still cock a leg up. She can still you know do some tricks with the with the knees. She ain't got no. She ain't got no knees though. That means it's like constantly either standing straight up, or like <laughs> she laying down for missionary. Her legs like always straight. Hey, that's gonna be weird as fuck. Yeah, y'all know how I am about knees. So like I'm yeah. moving two by fours around. Hell no. Pet loves fucking knees. Yo, that would be a weird sight either way though. Can you imagine just looking at an arm or a leg with no knees there or no elbow there? Just no joint. It's just straight, straight bass up the forearm. I mean, Fun built fact. like one of them tipping Babies birds. Babies have no knees when they're born. This is true. Built like one of them tipping birds. You know those tipping birds that always like duck down, sip the water. Right. Got this. Yes. And that's how they got to be perp- like <clears throat> perpendicular as hell. Mm-hmm. They always doing oh, Chinese it's, bows. It's all 90 degree yeah. angles. My last would you rather for this week. Now, are you guys familiar with Igor, like the dude from Notre Dame? Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Would you rather have two Igor humps on the back on, on your back for the rest of your life or have the elephantitis <laughs> of the testicles? Well, seeing as though I don't really like looking like a drama dairy. But I also, uh, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I ask a question? 
Yes. Am I allowed to get surgery in either case? No. Get it for the rest of your life. Okay. Uh, definitely going to go with the humps. Um, I can't even imagine what it's like to try to walk with no swollen balls like that. Like, I'm good. I, I, that don't fit. None about that. That sounds like it's going to ruin my sex life. I'm not going to be able to do nothing. It's just, no, nah, I'm good. I'd rather have the humps in my back and still be able to get it in. Yeah, hey, ego is still getting. Hey yo, but I, <laughs> man, look, my face, my face card still gonna carry some man. I can catfish somebody in the, in the coming, but uh, I got them elephantitis. When they get there, I ain't gonna be able to do nothing. So uh, I, I'd rather at least be able to seal the deal at least in my life. And I'm thinking about my wife. My wife is still, my wife is still, you know, balance me on my humps and and, and get a ride on. I don't know that she's going to be able to ride if I got them big balls down there. She can't even sit down. Nah, bro. She go, you know, you can't, you can't even get no, you can't even get no more fallacious activity because now, you know, it's, it's too, it's basically two big titties down there busting her in the face every time she go in and knocking the fuck out of her chick. Like, hell no. Nah. I was gonna ruin a whole lot. Like how? Put your ball on the bed. Elephant pants. Think about Can I wear pants? If you get them drama dairy looking humps, <laughs> you can then walk around and you can play just the beginning of uh Lil John song and just be like, "Put a hump in your back, hey, hey! Put a hump in your back, hey, hey!" <laughs> 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 Put a hump in your back, hey, hey. I think I'll go with the hump too, cause I, I just I don't, I don't like stuff chafing me. And I feel like elephant tigers is gonna have a whole lot of stuff chafing my shit. I mean, I'm I'm gonna just say the hump, cause I you can't wear pants no more. You what the fuck you gonna wear with your balls that big? Wearing dashikis and moo-moos. Fuck, I gotta wear a shirt for just a shirt for the rest of my fucking life. What? Well, free ball or whatever? No, they give me one. Huh? <laughs> Shit. I could try, I can make that fashionable. I can make niggas want to be have humps. I'll yeah. move to California and start my porn career. That's Nigga. the only way. <laughs> this nigga said, I don't want nothing chafing me. You can wear dashikis and moo moos. <laughs> oh my god that's all you could win and that, was, and that was my would you rather first installment on the podcast more to come more to come I'm done yo I'm done somebody start the outro to the show yo I quit <laughs> he's I don't like Ben chafing me you can wear dashikis and moo moos nigga no <laughs> Yeah. I picked the home. Oh, I, I, I picked the home. I was just saying, if I had to deal with that, uh, that's what it would be. Hey, hey. Oh, mm. Either way, it'd be difficult to live, man. I'm sorry. Shit, two humps in your back or a big ass ball. How would you know. walk? You either can't sit or can't lay down. Either way, you're uncomfortable. Would you have you to walk around down. yourself? Like, like how could that be? Yeah, I can't sleep on my. I can't sleep. A little wheelchair for your ball. You're going to get one of them little mini wheelchairs for your ball and just push that shit, I guess. 
Man, you can't be walking around looking like you got a damn stroller for your nut. They called me wheelbarrow man. <laughs> like hell no, bro. Like, think about that, man. You walk around Walmart, man. <laughs> Mommy, what's that? Oh, that's my balls and my mark cart. <laughs> like you walk around scaring the hell out of little kids with these two big nuts in a cart. But, but put it this way, if you ever had to yeah. say and then you know what guy. the next step is. Any nigga that got that shit, they gonna be walk. They gonna be trying to, you know, trick it out. So then it's gonna be a competition to see who got the coolest fucking motorized cart to roll to ride your balls around in. <laughs> have rims and shit on it my and all balls that. Balls on dubs, nigga. Nigga gonna have, have systems <laughs> on they on they cart so they can have a little theme music for their balls. Nigga, you see my cubic head iced out, nigga. But, Most mature <laughs> podcast in the in the universe. <laughs> hey yo, I'm, man, I didn't start this this time. This is not my doing this time. This phase. Yo, if, I mean, if you it's have it, you know, you, you could literally say, "All I got is my balls and my word." And hey, shut up. Okay, you know what? Good people. Um, we ain't got no black business this week. We ain't, we ain't got nothing, man. Um. Yeah, man. Um, episode thirty-seven, man. I don't know what I'm gonna name this one yet, but uh, it's gonna be named something. So God my bless all of us. Oh my God. Um, this is this is. Just wait till it pop out. Thank y'all. Big with big balls. Balls. We big, love y'all. There you go. Big back and balls. I have no. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, T-H-G-P-O-D-N-A-S on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. I'm glad we set our goal for our first year so low at only 100 <laughs> subscribers. We definitely going to end up back at 250 subscribers. Exactly. Big um, but love y'all. Um, thank y'all, Pod Squad, who's still sticking with us. Uh, hope y'all had, hope y'all enjoyed well, the show. Would you rather come in next week? You like something, so go ahead and, you know, like, comment, subscribe. Please make sure if you oh, heard any conversation tonight that, you know what I'm saying, you had a thought on whether you agree, disagree, or just thought it was crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Feel free to leave your comments so we can continue the conversation with you. And uh, as always, we appreciate you. If you want to check us out or you want to, you know, give to us financially to support the cause, um, you can always support by giving us a cash app at dollar sign pod tiz one. That's P O D N A T I Z one. Um, or you can always go to buymeacoffee.com where you can donate as little as one dollar, or you can sign up for a membership there and you can get access to behind the scenes content, unedited shows. You get access to our Discord where you can communicate with us privately. Um, you'll get members only content and um, members only events with us you get special deals on the merch special promo codes where you get super discounts on the merch um and yeah you just get a lot more access you get to pick our show topics all kinds of stuff so you know i mean feel free to join up as a membership on there and if you don't want to go there you can always go to patreon and also get the same type of membership perks there as well as well on patreon um, depending on which tier you get um you can also get monthly or yearly um free merch drops where you just get random partners gear and stuff for free so yeah um those are the ways you can financially support us but if they want to financially support us but they want some tangible for their time they want something to actually put in their hands wear on their back put on their phone drink out of in the morning face tell them how they can get the merch for this one week remaining for this one week remaining you can go to teespring.com backslash stores 
backslash podnas, P-O-D-N-A-S dash closet. Not going to spell it for you. Dash the number one. After this week, we'll be going to a new database, new platform, new store. Both stores will be combined into one. New store. And we'll be naming this one. R Trey Clothing. R Trey coming soon. R Trey coming soon. A R T R E Clothing.com coming soon. When it's out, I'll let y'all know with two promo codes. But for right now, still go to teespring.com backslash stores, backslash partners, dash closet, dash one. Already, already. So you got it there first. Pat. If they want to get in contact with us and they don't want to leave a comment, they want to actually continue the conversation on their favorite social media platform. How can they do that? If you just hit that at sign and then beside the at sign, you put T-H-E-P-O-D-N-A-S and um, you can put it right there on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. You will find us there. Twitter also. Um, that's at T-H-E-P-O-D-N-A-S. And uh, yeah, uh, hit us up, man. Uh, we also do a live. Uh, you didn't ask us, but so if y'all have any crazy videos y'all want us to uh, react to, send us to either one of our social media platforms. That's at T-H-E-P-O-D-N-A-S on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Ooh, I said that all professional. <laughs> you did sound super cool right there. Um, but yeah, man, that's pretty much all of the information. Um, and if y'all want to just, you know, continue the conversation, please, 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 on whatever you're listening to, just jump in, give us a comment, make sure you leave a like, you know, we call that wiping your feet when you enter the building. And, um, yeah, man, podcast coming out Wednesday night as always. We will have video clips dropping throughout the week, live show back on as scheduled. We back on to the normal schedule of things, guys. So we back. Thanks, y'all. We love y'all. Keep fucking with us because we fuck with y'all. As always, I'm one third of the partners, your boy Tiz, and I was along with the other third of the partners about to roll up and watch this trailer um, Dipset versus the Locks. Dipset, Dipset. And, uh, um, I'm along with the other third dramatic pause. It's facing the place, leaving y'all with one big rival, 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 rival. What's up, Love y'all, man. We out of here. Peace.